This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Dispute Solutions, and it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Megan Williams from HR Dispute Solutions. How are you going, Megan? I'm very well, thank you, Ken. Nice to be here. Oh, pleasure to have you here. Now, before we get into today's topic, which is all about ACC, probably not a person in New Zealand who hasn't heard of ACC, uh, just remind our listeners what your business is all about, Megan. Well, we're an alternative dispute resolution company, and we specialise in ACC law, um, HR management and employment law, and also FDR, which is Family Dispute Mediations. We're, we're as I say, an dis- alternative dispute resolution firm, not a law firm, but we do sort out people's disputes, and we try and get them um, the best um, solution that they possibly can get. So sometimes they might not want to go to a lawyer, uh, but they've got a problem and they don't quite know which direction to go in. Yep. So that's when you can give us a call and we can tell you what's the best solution for it. Absolutely. And, of course, um, you deal with employers or for employers, but you also deal for employees. Just depends who gets in first. That's dead right. I do work for employers. I get their employment agreements up to date. Um, You will know that recently the um, sick leave has changed from five days to ten days. And so, of course, all the people that I work for, they will come to me and want me to rejig their employment agreements just to make sure that they comply with the law because things are always moving. So, yes, we do that. Um, And, I mean, like this morning I've had employees where they've got this letter saying that they have to come to a disciplinary meeting or an investigatory Mm. meeting. What do I do now? So I can go with them, and it just makes such a difference having somebody that understands the process, knows what's going on, and can be... have their back. Yeah. Uh, Just one thing on on sick days, uh, now that it's it's gone to 10 days a year, is it cumulative? I mean, if you haven't done a day off for five years, does that mean you've got 50 days? It accumulates up to 20 days legally. Mm. Um, However, in an employment agreement, anything can be done by agreement um, in a positive way if it means that the employee is in their betterment. I mean, you can't um, make a person worse off with the, you know, with the law, but you can make them better off. So if a person has, like some government appointments, have unlimited mm. sick leave, which is, I don't quite know how that works. I mean, you're either working or you're yes, not, exactly. as far as I can see it. But yes, you can, ha- you can have more. But legally, they can accumulate up to 20 days. Mm. And um, yeah, if you don't, I mean, it's in your interest sure. not to use them. And when you leave, of course, you don't get paid out. You'd be amazed how people think that, I well, know. I didn't use any sick leave, so I need to get paid out my sick leave. No, the yeah. sick leave's when you're sick. <laughs> Is there a caveat on sick leave? I mean, can you just take a day off and then say to the boss, look, I was crook yesterday, um, just take it off for sick leave? Or do you have to um, provide a sick note from the doctor? Well, it depends what's in your agreement. Usually it's three days. After three days um, off, you've had to, you'd have to produce a medical certificate. Mm-hmm. It just does verifies the fact that you have actually been sick because, as you can imagine, yeah. you know, you're, paying, you're paying people, yeah, you're paying people their um, wages. But having one day, especially with COVID, it's been a, and that's why the government made it the 10 days because it was so much harder for people to, um, if they had a bit of a sniffle, and of course you look, get looked sideways these days if you have a bit of a sniffle, and so it just meant that, the, that they could stay home for that one day and they didn't feel as if they were you know not going to be running out of their sick leave and of course with with um, mothers and fathers as well when you've got children you're allowed to to have their if they aren't well your days your sick leave 
days also accumulate with they you can take off to look after them. Mm. And so that is, you know, young mums or young dads, if they've got the care of their children and need to take extra days off, I mean, that can be a problem. And um, I know with my grandchildren, I'll often... Um, Take the days off, yes. or, or have the children with me um, if they're not well, because um, it just it does it can be quite hard on young mums or young dads if they've got to take their sick leave days off um, to look after their children, and of course they can run out of it if they're really sick themselves. Can you contract out of sick days? No, it's a statute, so you can't say to the boss, "Look, yeah, look, I'll just take five, or your boss can say, oh, I just want you to have five sick days, and if you don't like it, too bad, you don't work here." Well, no, the. Um, Anything in your agreement can be negotiated mm. as long as it's lawful. Mm. And so, if you, you know, if the if you're a very valued um, employee, well, obviously the employer is not going to, you know, say no. Well, too bad, you know, sure. you, you're not going to come. I remember when I had my flower shops. Um, I, there was a lady she never took sick leave, but then she needed quite a big op, mm. and so. Um, I mean, I paid her all the days that mm. she hadn't had, you know, up the 20 days. Plus, I actually went right back mm. and worked out wow. how much she was. And, I mean, that was fair enough because she hadn't taken them. But then she did need them. And she was a very special person to me. So, you know, um, so you in employment, it's all about relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I know some organisations uh, bank sick leave so that, uh, you know, so like a machine like me, have I told you I've only had five sick days in my 50 years of working? So I could put my unused sick days in a bank and someone like yourself, for instance, who might be a poorly person, I could give you my sick days. How does that work? Is that something? Well, I'm that... not sure, but I have heard of that. Mm. Um, I, you know, you'd have to make sure that it was okay with the employer mm. and the employee. Um, you know, I have heard of that where if somebody's had cancer or something like mm. that, that all the, the other employees have got together and sort of rallied around and given them support, which sounds absolutely magical, doesn't it? It does. Sounds like utopia, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, today we're going to talk about ACC, and uh, like I mentioned, ACC has been around since almost since uh, time began, as far as we're concerned, in New Zealand. But why was ACC set up? Now, uh, uh, Mr. Woodhouse did a report, um, he, it was started in 1967, and he um, looked at the what used to be called the workers' compensation, mm. and this report was came out, and it meant that you could not, the, the, the biggest thing that it took away from us was the right to sue. Yep. So if you're working anywhere or you you know you drive your car and someone bangs into you, et cetera, et cetera, you cannot sue the person for your injury to your body. Mm. And so after that report in 1974, ACC kicked in, and from that point on, you, um, you if you had an accident in New Zealand, um, the injury that you sustained was paid for by the corporation. Mm. And there's lots. The first thing is you have to have cover for the particular injury that you sustain as a result of an accident. And you then have entitlements that flow from that cover. So the the statute of ACC is completely taken away, not the, the rights, but it's completely taken away any liability that, for instance, uh, an employer might have. So if you have an accident at work and everything is you know generally in place, done correctly, you can't go to the employer and say, well, look, yeah, no, but fault. of course these days, of course, you've got health and safety in the workplace law, yes. and so if they are running a, a factory that is dangerous, well yes. then that the other law kicks in, of course. and so they would be, but they wouldn't be paying you. Now, however, the the health and safety in the workplace court might decide that that they should pay you something, mm. but that's a completely different under completely different act. Okay. The ACC Act takes away your right to sue. It wouldn't be you suing them. It would be the health and disability in the workplace. You know, yeah. commissioner that would be on a scale of one to ten. How would you rate ACC from um, the average person's point of view? 
That's interesting because I see the um, where the people ha- are fighting ACC. You know, where mm. they want to have surgery, and ACC have said no, you, that that particular injury is no longer there. It's spent. It's arthritis, or it's a disease, yeah. or it's not as a result of that particular accident that you've claimed it for. Um, and so that's what I see all the time, where ACC are not letting them have mm. what they, what they see as being their rights. However. In saying that, um, I do, you know, often when I'm out and I see some certain people, might have crutches in it and I might be talking to them what happened and um, and they'll say ACC's been marvellous. Now, if you've had an accident for a short period of time, uh, you know, you recover, like, for instance, I fell over and broke my wrist mm. and I had it in plaster for six weeks and then I had some rehabilitation physio. Somebody had initially for a couple of weeks come and helped me with the housework because I couldn't do anything. Um, and then it got better and... Great. I mean, absolutely wonderful. I had to pay a um, nominal amount to go to um, the physiotherapist. I paid $15, I think it was, to Mm -hmm. go each time I went to the physiotherapist. And it started off a couple of times a week, and then it went down to one time a week. Um, And I could manage that. Some people probably cannot manage that Mm -hmm. sometimes, even though it's only $15. But overall, I think, so you asked me what percentage... Probably about a five, you know, five yeah, out of yeah, ten sort well. of thing. I think it is it is a really good system. However, um, you know, I see where, pe- where sometimes it's cruel because mm-hmm. they've interpreted. It. I mean, that's it, it is an insurance. Yes, company. indeed. And so they are not going to let people sort of, you know, um, spend their money. It's all all about about the money. Yeah. And I see I see some very very sad sad cases. And I fight for those people, you know, tooth and nail to try and yeah. get justice for them. However, there is the odd um, the odd time. And I, and I think, you know, people that come to New Zealand just cannot quite believe, from some countries, they cannot com- quite believe how the system works. That, you know, if they, yeah. if they fall over and everything's paid for, they don't... Yeah, you know, it's they, marvellous, they, isn't yeah. it? So, you know, it, it is a good system, but, but it is something that can, people can, um, um, you know... Yeah, I, I, I suppose also from... Um, an ACC point of view, for instance, I suppose they almost have a, like any business, a responsibility to their shareholders, which are the government. Um, do you find as you get older that it gets harder to have a claim go through ACC really smoothly? I think you know someone mentioned to me some some years ago that well, once you get to a certain age, a lot of it's attributed to wear and tear, and I can completely understand that. You know, I mean, Absolutely. someone at my age, yeah, obviously I'm going to wear out a lot quicker than someone who's 40. Absolutely. So the ACC might say, well, hang on a minute, buddy. You know, you're nearly 70. Uh, of course you're going to start to wear out. Is that a fair point from ACC to say that sort of stuff? Well, yes, I think it is. I mean, you can see their point of view. If they've had, if somebody's had an accident two years ago and the doctor now wants to have surgery, um, and, of course, the, the MRI on their back shows arthritis down most of the vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, well, you can understand why they don't believe that the need for the surgery is as a direct result or what we call wholly and substantially as a result of that particular accident. Mm. And, of course, I've got to fight for them that it was. Mm. And I've got to fight with the evidence that I have available. Now, the ACC clinical advisors, they have all the MRI, all the um Clinical reports, the ultrasounds, all those sorts of things, and they make um, an assessment based on those 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 facts. However, um, the doctor that's put an application packs for surgery, he's actually dealt with the person, and the person's a real live flesh and blood person, and so they believe that you know because the person's felt fine mm. until they had that fall or they something fell yeah. on them or they lifted something. And so they're obviously going to think that it's wholly and substantially because of that accident. Sure. And so, you know, 
sometimes there's sort of no right or wrong. What they do know is that there was nothing wrong with them physically. They were mm. not in pain until then. After then, they were. But the, the ACC clinical reporters might say that they had that condition all the time, but the accident rendered it yes. symptomatic. And so, you know, we just just have to try and, and, and fight for them to get justice and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and and you know sometimes even the surgeons will say look I'm not here to say what caused it my job is to fix it yeah and so you know it can be really difficult sometimes and I suppose VCC uh, suggests that they're going to decline a claim on one hand they're this ginormous uh, institution with unlimited funds and here we are, we're just down at the bottom of the pile, we maybe have, have got not much money to fight the cause. Do you find that many people just give up and say, look, I just can't afford to go to court? Yes, they do. And I and there is an injustice at the moment, which I'd love to really get hold of. Mm. Um, I did a lot of appeal cases when I first started 20 years ago and had quite a lot of success in the appeal court. Um, as the years have gone by, um, the ACC specialist lawyers working for them have become... Um, very specialised mm. in the area and um, it's very hard to get a lawyer that will do ACC work John Miller does it um, there's, uh, there's one other lawyer I know of but uh, lawyers don't want to do it because A, the person has an injury Yes. usually they can't work yeah. so they usually don't have a lot of money and so, yeah. you know, and so you really. I took one the other day out of the kindness of my heart, and um, because I felt that it was un, unjust to mm. not take it, and I chose to take it, which of course I can do if I want to. Mm. Um, I wasn't going to charge him anything at all. And however, ACC came back and changed their mind. So mm. what showed to me, even though we hadn't won at review at the appeal court, the ACC lawyer thought we would win mm. and um, settled it. They then. Um, said that there was case law that said that I was only to be paid 45% of what the lawyer would have been paid and it was only a, a very small fraction. They said because you'd done the review, you you didn't have to do much to put the appeal in um, and I think they offered me $190. Wow. And I was pretty upset about that were. because the law, I said to the lawyer, you wouldn't get a bed for that and and the tragedy was it wasn't that I wanted more money so much as the fact that if I hadn't chosen to take the risk and take that on, that man wouldn't have been able to have a surgery. And yes. they admitted that, that they'd made a mistake and they'd got it wrong. So, you know, so don't start. That's appalling, isn't it? <laughs> just, you know, it's just, that's yes. the, that is the, if there's an injustice with ACC at the moment, that's what it is. They're not, um, they're making it so out of somebody's reach to get the support that they should have um, as far as an advocate is concerned. What happens if you uh, take ACC to court and you lose the case? You you know you go the whole hog um, and you say, oh, "Well, we're going to win this case." So you know I haven't got much money, but I'm going to win. And then you lose. Are you up for costs from for both sides? No, you're not up. For, the, the judges don't usually put you to pay ACC costs. No, and unless they believed it was a frivolous case. Mm -hmm. Um, but you would be up for like the advocates' costs. Yes. And but because I realise that people often don't have the money to pay for it, I'm very choosy in who I take to appeal. Um, and you know, and often it's because I just feel sorry for them. But I do have to be careful for my own well-being because you know some of them. I've had a couple of cases where I've really, really gone to the nth degree, and it's a lot of work to stand mm. in front of the judge and fight the case. You know, you really have worked for a long time to do it, and then um, you know if you don't win. 
which it is hard to win once mm. it gets to that stage, um, you know, the people will swan off to the sunset and so you just don't get paid anything, um, which can, yeah, can be hurtful unless you're prepared to take it on, you know, pro bono. Um, it can be quite hurtful. Yes. You, you know, because um, is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Is ACC like an insurance policy? I mean, you know, a lot of people have mortgage insurance um, or, you know, you're sick and you can't work, so your, your wages are covered under insurance. So if we had an accident, we didn't have those insurances in place as a regular insurance. Does ACC help out there or are they purely for injury? Injury. There are a few diseases that they'll cover, like mm-hmm. asbestosis or um, some forms of cancer that have been caused by the by the environment, um, some sorts of like elliptosporosis, which is another thing that you mm. can get when you're working with animals. Um, so some things that there are special, but they've got a special schedule of those lists of things. So they will pay your mortgage and pay your your wages and. No, 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 no. They won't. No, they'll, they'll pay. They'll, they'll pay, pay for the treatment. So they'll pay yeah. for the treatment and they'll pay for all the normal. Yeah. Um, Entitlements, sure. and of course that's eighty percent of your income if you can't work because of the covered injury. Um, but they won't pay your mortgage. You've got to pay that out of your eighty percent of your pay your mortgage. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? So, what does uh, ACC in general not cover? I mean, we all th- all think we're bulletproof. We're all going out in the weekend. We play sport. We, we do this. We do that. We're climbing up ladders to clean out our gutters, and we haven't got. We're not strapped to the ladder like a professional might be. Where do ACC draw the line? So, hang on, buddy. You, know, no. you went up the ladder, no. you, you should have had a belt Because on. it takes away the right to sue, you, mm. any accident, anything that's caused by an accident, all those diseases in that schedule that I mentioned. So they don't say, well, that was a preventable accident, you no. should not have no. done that. And, of course, a lot of the ACC money goes on to people that have been drunk in a car mm. and had a terrible accident. Mm. And, you know, you see them up in the hospital. And so, which is very, very sad, but that's the law. They, they, that is, it is an accident compensation law, so... Is compensate for somebody that is injured as yeah. a result of an accident. Is it a long process? So I come along and knock on your door. Hi, I'm Megan. Look, I've got this bit of a problem. I've got a bad back, and I know I did it when I fell over at work. Um, I need to get into a hospital as soon as possible. I'd like to do that in a couple of weeks' time. Am I being a bit <laughs> unrealistic? There? I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a clinician. No. You, the first thing you do is go to the doctor. The doctor then will put a claim to ACC. Yeah. It can only put in, be put in by a, mm-hmm. um, a clinician. And then, of course, usually ACC cover you straight away. If a doctor said you've had an accident and you've got an injury, you'll be covered straight away. It's only over a period of time that ACC will look closer at it. And if it's when it's starting to cost quite a bit of money mm. that they'll start to think, well, hang on a minute, um, let's just look at this a little bit closer. And, of course, if you've had an ultrasound, an X-ray, uh, um, once it gets to an MRI, they're very, very expensive. And then, then it goes on perhaps to surgery or it goes on to a long-time weekly compensation for a couple of years. Well, then they start to, to look. And that's what I deal with when, you know, yeah. when people have been... Um, They've played out quite a lot of money for them and they're starting to look a bit, you know, they're thinking, oh, that was just a sprained shoulder, it should yep. be better by now, sure. so, you know. You raised a good point a bit earlier that, uh, you know, if you, if you have an accident and a couple of years later you start feeling the, uh, the ramifications of that accident, and I, I can understand again why ACC might say, well, hang on a minute, that was years ago. At what point should we accept responsibility that, I mean, if I fell off the ladder at home, got up, oh, shit, I'm all right. Couple of years after, geez, remember I fell off that ladder, Nene? I think. No, no, no. If you if you if you fell off the ladder and put a claim in two years later, you'd have to have some very good medical yes. evidence to, to show <laughs> that 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 was from that. Um, and they do frown if you, you know, if you don't go straight. Well, then they would say, well, it can't have been that bad. Yes. However, sometimes your body 
will the adrenaline will kick in. For mm, instance, absolutely. I had a case recently where somebody landed really hard on their bottom, and um, they were okay for a couple of days, and then bumpfa, they couldn't mm. move. And of course, that's where your body has sort of protected you for a bit. Um, so you have to be a bit careful that you go to the doctor, whereas a lot of guys and women, I mean, a lot of us, yeah. New Zealanders especially, we tend to think, oh, no, we'll be right, mate. Yeah, and so, you know, you might, and I'm a terror for that. I haven't got time to be going to the doctor, you know. Um, and so then after about three weeks, you'll think, oh, golly, you know, this is not getting better because mm-hmm. you think it's going to get better, and it's not. And that's when you go to the doctor, and that's when ACC can think, well, hang on a minute. It was three weeks ago. You know, if it was that bad, you wouldn't have been able to go back to work. If it was that bad, you would have gone back straight to the doctor. Sure. Although, you know, although, I mean, I had a knee recently, which was, you know, after, after a week, I thought, look, mm, this is not getting better. I need to do something about this. And, of course, it took six weeks to heal. Mm. So it was, I was right to go and get it sorted. Yeah. But, but then another time, as I said, recently broke my wrist. And well, of course, that was so sore. There's no way I was. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way I wasn't going to go straight to the hospital and sort that out. Now, um, bearing in mind that ACC pay eighty percent of your of your um, regular wage, I suppose. At what point can ACC come along? We're just about out of time, but um, at what point can ACC come along and say, "Well, look, Ken, we think you've been sitting around for a bit long, buddy. It's about time you got back to work." Can they then? Yes, Suggest, there's, can three, they... there's two ways they can do that. One, they can say that they don't believe the reason that the accident, the injury you had from that accident is still there and that being the reason that you can no longer work. Mm-hmm. And they will say, look, we're going to cut off your weekly comp because we believe that it is, it is somewhat, something that's degenerative change or it's, or it's an illness. It's not because of the accident. Yep. So that's one way they can justify cutting it off. The other way is they can retrain you. And if they don't believe that you can go back to that, the job that you used to have, because that job is heavy lifting and mm-hmm. you've, your back's the injury, um, well, they can retrain you and they can, that you get what they call a medical assessment to see what sort of rehabilitation you need and an occupational assessment mm. to see the sorts of jobs that you've got the education, the skills and the training for. And they'll give you a list of jobs that they think you could possibly do with your physical injury won't be the original job you had it'll be Mm. some new jobs and if they believe that you can do one of those just one they can no longer pay you weekly compensation because you have the ability to work to work all right megan it's been my pleasure to talk with you if we want any uh, advice about issues that we have with uh, acc or in fact with employment matters across the board how do we do that you give me a call on 06 878 5607 or 0274 Megan, you look after yourself. Talk to the same time, same place next time. You take care, take care. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.